Hello and welcome back to the Troy Stories Podcast. I am Adam Maya and I am joined by a new friend, a new beat writer, but very talented. You know his name. You might not be able to say it. I'm not sure if I can, but I'm trying. Ryan Karchi of the LA Times. Ryan, how are you doing? I'm, I'm doing good, man. I'm doing yeah. good. Kind of a new old friend. We sort of knew each other yeah. before. Yeah, we worked at the Orange County Register together some time ago, and you know, just kind of crossed paths in work that we've done. And I've always been lingering around USC, just randomly. I'd pop in for a story, that sort yeah. of thing. Well, but. you've made a home here. Now I've been here a lot. I yeah. think I'm here more than my own home. Right. Yeah, <laughs> we usually are when we cover this team. And uh, doing a great job of it. In fact, that's why you're here, because you had a, an excellent report last week after an interview with interim athletic director Dave Roberts. The other Dave Roberts of L.A. The one that, a weird uh, week for Dave Roberts's. Yeah. For sure. Right. If you didn't read that report, uh, basically Ryan got from Dave that, uh, Mr. Roberts, I should say, that uh, he does not really plan to move on Clay Helton right now. That's not where his head's at. Uh, he's expecting the new athletic director to do that. And he literally says that between now and the end of the season, unless something extraordinary happened, that he wouldn't be stepping in and firing Clay Elton. So we, we know what the quotes are. We know what the news is. What's your takeaway from what he was saying and, and what's going on right now on that front? Well, I think it's interesting. It all sort of boils down to how much power do you think Dave Roberts has right now in the USC Athletic Department? I think to some degree he's more of a steward than he is uh, you know, someone who has the power of a normal athletic director. Uh, he's very hesitant, and he made this clear throughout our interview, that he doesn't want to make any moves that would jeopardize some sort of plan that a new athletic director would have. He's very cognizant of the fact that they might interview people who would then look at the athletic department and say, hey, maybe I don't like the move that guy made. And yeah. that most notably being with the head coach, Clay Helton. Uh, you know, he's sort of operating under the idea that maybe this new athletic director would want to keep Clay Helton. Now, people Possible. listening to this podcast might not think that's a possibility, right. but, you know, I, I also understand the idea that he doesn't want to jeopardize any sort of possibility of that athletic director making their own choices. Sure. So uh, he's very cognizant of that, and I think that's sort of hamstrung anything he can do. I, so I think in a lot of ways, you know, this is really Carol Folt and, and the search committee that's going to be running things in terms of finding that new athletic director, but it, in, in terms of Clay Helton, it is really interesting because I think we can assume that, you know, Dave Roberts told me they're just getting underway in identifying candidates, that sort of thing. Yeah. So we can assume that it won't be a quick turnaround or at least a week or two turnaround. So then you're nearing the end of the season. Maybe at that point you let Clay Helton coach out the year. I don't know. I mean, there's still a lot of unanswered questions. Right. So it's mid-October and from... From your conversation, one could come to the conclusion that nothing will be happening for a while. But if we were talking right now off air, things could happen probably pretty quickly, especially on the athletic director front. Uh, it's been actually reported, uh, Pete Famel, Yahoo Sports, and others have reported that USC has, uh, has definitely approached K-12 
candidate uh, even prior to parting ways with Lin Kwan. They didn't just get started, although with their committee, yes, they did an earnest just start in October. But this is something that they've been evaluating and looking at, uh, I think, really since Carol Folt got on board, knowing that that was going to be her first order of business with the new athletic director and an extension with the new head coach. And so uh, from what I've been told, I think they're working on both these fronts. You know, they're doing the legwork in the background. Uh, it's not maybe manifesting yet, whereas some people thought, okay, if they're 3-3 three and three or they get blown out in this game or you know, maybe during the bye week they're going to make a change. And, and I don't know that that wasn't unrealistic. I, I think that the 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 fact that they won versus Utah probably probably saved Clay for a while. I'd say that's probably true. Yeah, yeah. that's just the, the impression I got. Where if yes, maybe if they at that point had fallen under five hundred and then they go into Notre Dame, uh, they're pre- you know after Washington they're prepared to to do something here. Uh, it seems like they they just want to get the athletic director in order. Yeah, and I, I can understand that. I mean, as as much as USC fans want to sharpen their pitchforks. and well, they've been waiting for a while. Yeah. I, I mean, you're new to the beat. Sure, no, no, they've been I waiting for I years. <laughs> I, I totally understand. I And I do think uh, the, the reasonable argument against keeping mm-hmm. a coach through the end of the season would be now with that early signing period. Yeah. You're kind of hamstringing yourself for career yeah. wise. Now, that, I think, is a very legitimate argument. Um at this point, though, I can understand. I understand what Dave Roberts is saying, and yeah. that you know, you want to you want the athletic director coming in to have complete control, mm-hmm. and you don't want them to think at all that you're trying to you know jump in front of them and set the agenda before they get there. Which, when you're talking about USC, that has an athletic department uh, with a lot of people who have been there for a long time, who I'm I'm sure will try to you know cling to their positions. Yeah, it, you create a very interesting situation in terms of whether that athletic director wants to come in and sort of influence every possible decision. Which I would imagine that anyone who takes that job would want that complete control. Right. So Roberts did provide a couple caveats. One being, if they do hire an athletic director before the end of the season, that that individual could easily make a change, and and I I think that could happen. I, like sure. In, in terms of timeline, do you think that it's possible that there's a new athletic director with maybe in a month? Uh, I don't think that's totally unreasonable. I mean, especially uh, assuming all the reports of, of them talking to other candidates right. before are true. I mean. I think you're right. I think there's been a lot of, you know, backroom conversations about whether people would be interested even before Lin Swan resigned. And, and you know, the, those conversations are probably heating up now, no matter whether yeah. Dave Roberts says they're just getting underway or what. But, you know, I, I also think that they really are going to sift through those candidates. It's an extremely important hire if you consider just the recent history of people who have been running this athletic department. And Carol Fult has made it clear she wants to sort of change that direction in terms of not, you know, some athlete that doesn't have administrative experience. It's going to be someone with a business background who can run uh, the department kind of like a CEO would. Um, So I I think they're going to do their due diligence in that sense. And they don't necessarily have to hurry on the athletic department or director front 
Uh, I, and I do think, you know, for those who, who are thinking, you know, what does this mean for the p- potential of hiring Urban Meyer, I think that idea is that he's going to be there no matter what if USC wants him. I, I don't foresee him taking any other jobs. So if that really is the ambition, then why hurry to hire an athletic director? Make sure you get it right. Yeah, I do want to talk about Urban in a minute. But first, with the athletic director, I thought it was kind of weird that they would announce this committee like a month after Swan. And, and it kind of tells me that, again, that they've already been trying and falling short. You know, I think that I mean, I, from what I've been told, they approached uh, North Carolina's Bubba Cunningham. Uh, and, and again, it's been reporting that there were a few others who basically just said thanks but no thanks. And therefore, now they feel like, you know, they need this committee, which, it, you know, it, it might work out very well for them. But uh, just kind of peculiar that that they weren't maybe better organized I think from the beginning I mean they didn't have to part ways with Swan when they did right it was kind of a very random timing right after that Stanford game first week of September what do you think about the timing of of all these different things between you know when they got rid of Swan and and now a committee and and why they're at this place now uh it was odd timing I you know there it's possible that there's a better explanation out there Mm -hmm. uh, that we just don't know uh, certain machinations of that I'm expecting you to know (laughs) you're smarter than I am (laughs) well I I haven't gotten that far yet but uh (laughs) but no I I think you know, one thing I found interesting was the timing in relation to our reporting we did on Wayne Hughes. Uh, yes. Who obviously was a huge donor, who uh, Harriet Ryan, Matt Hamilton, reporters at the Times, uh, said essentially that they were the ones who, who sort of paved the way for Lynn Swan's hiring because Lynn Swan was a friend of Wayne Hughes. Now, yeah. You know, I guess you could speculate and say maybe Carol Fold saw the story and thought, oh, wow, I really need to take, reassert control. Mm-hmm. Maybe now is the time to make this decision that yeah. I think a lot of people assumed was going to happen no right. matter what. But, you know, again, that's just sort of speculation. I, I can't really say for sure. But yeah. I, And I, I don't know if I can, if we can say, and maybe you can more than I can, that it's not a, an organized search. Uh, I think... You know, it hasn't been that long, really, if you think about it. And I, it, it five depends. weeks. Like if you're if you're starting with Swan, mm-hmm. it's about five weeks. Yeah. Right. Well, I mean, if you're talking about perception, there's no way we can count how long they were, you know, looking into it before yeah. that. So no, no, can't I, know for sure. Right. And from my understanding, they they were starting on this in the summer, uh, and that's why I've been told for a while. And again, I there was a recent report for, uh, in Yahoo and. Mm-hmm. It, it said as much that going back to when Folk took over, uh, immediately they were already making advances toward other athletic directors. Well, what interests me actually is if maybe that extra time, maybe that means they're looking at some outside the box candidates too, I, and I, that's a possibility. I, the way I, you know, in conversations that I did have with with Roberts and with Folt uh, yeah. after Swan resigned, uh, they she sort of left the door open to that sort of thing that. You know, she wants someone who's business-minded, uh, who's so less So might not be an athletic director? A, maybe. I mean, I think I do think some athletic administrative experience is sure. something that's going to be high up there yeah. on their list, especially when you're talking about, <laughs> given what you just had, I, I think they right. want someone who's familiar with uh, athletic administration. But, mm. you know, maybe a Rich McKay is someone that they, I don't know, maybe hmm. that, that type of candidate, at mm-hmm. least. I don't, I don't know. That's, and that's just throwing it out there. But, yeah, yeah. Uh, 
But yeah, I think you just I, freaked out a bunch of people. Yeah, I, I might have. I don't know. It's yeah. possible. I, I also find it interesting uh, how they feel generally about candidates who have ties to USC. And I, mm-hmm. I think that's something that, uh, you know, it's interesting what we'll see from that. I know a lot of people feel strongly that they don't want someone from yeah. that, you know, Trojan family. Right. Um, I, I mean, I reported about a month ago that Mark Jackson was a candidate yeah, sure. and uh, a, a leading candidate. And uh, <laughs> the response was pretty negative yeah. just by the mere fact that he worked here. Sure. Uh, even though he's accomplished in, in many respects mm-hmm. and is an athletic director right now at Villanova. Yeah. And, and yet the, the fact that he worked here, there's a black mark on him. Yeah. Yeah. And it's interesting. I mean, and he was he, brought here by Carol. Yeah. He, he was not brought here by Kiffin or Sark or whomever. Sure. But and, he, he was involved yet, with them. He, and yet still the, yeah. the hurt is that deep, I guess. That yeah. People, would like to just clean house. Right. You know, it, it's definitely possible that Carol Folt does that. I, I, I don't think we can rule that out. Mm-hmm. I, uh, I know a lot of, you know, former athletes I've talked to from USC have, have felt that way. Um, but, you know, it, it, it'll be interesting just given that, you know, you, if you look at what Dave Roberts has done, he did bring in one guy, and it's someone from USC mm-hmm. who has experience there. So, I don't know. I mean, and Dave Roberts is a guy who has some experience at USC. So, I, who knows at this yeah. point? Who all do you feel like is making this decision at the end of the day? I, I mean, obviously, Fult is involved, but who else do you feel like is determining that next athletic director? Wow, that's a it's a loaded question. I mean, I'm sure there are a lot of people that sort of have their their hands on it. I mean, you talk about all the just major major donors. So, I mean, I I do find it interesting what Wayne Hughes's relationship is to this coaching search, just given the fact that, or sorry, this athletic director search, given the fact that he played such a major role in you know putting helping put his guy in there, put up some money to help put his guy in there. Uh, I don't imagine Carol Fult would let him sort of dictate that search this time Mm -hmm. I feel like that would be an odd move just given what happened with with Swan and how he was how he left Uh, but you know I think you can never rule out those outside sources just having some sort of impact but I do think Carol Folt sees how important the search is and I don't think she'll let those outside voices have an undue influence like they may have had in the past right so I guess if you had to project here, I'm going to put you on the spot, but when do you feel like this hire will be made? I'm not asking for like an exact date, but just more of like a a, a chime, like a, a rough chime here. Uh you know, it, it's really hard to say. Like I, it I, is. I don't know. With that, what you know now. Yeah, and I don't know that I know enough to really fully comment on that, but. I do think if you're looking at that Thanksgiving week where they have a bye, uh, the season is over. Mm-hmm. Maybe that's when we're talking about Clay's job being over or them yeah. making a final evaluation on Clay. Is that a time when, hey, you announce that you have your athletic director and then you can do all of this in one fell swoop? Uh, that would make a lot of sense if you're trying to do this as smoothly as possible. That said, this is USC. I think, uh, <laughs> is what I keep hearing from from well, anyone who talks yeah, to me. Yeah, USC has done this well many times over. So on either front, with athletic director or coach. What's What's so interesting to me, especially with the speed, is that 
and I'm sure you know, is there's a lot of just false flag rumors out there yeah. that sound pretty legit and might come from people who tend to hear a lot, but uh, it, it's still just uncertain. Like, I, I, I've heard several times this year that, hey, Clay's firing might be imminent. Right. But and yeah. then I've heard that almost then, every yeah, week. Yeah, and then it just doesn't happen. Yeah. So it's a it's a tough time to really make those predictions. I do mm-hmm. think, uh, and whether you want to credit them for this or not, I do think that not a lot has gotten out about the athletic director search. So yeah. no. uh, compared to maybe past searches. Uh, yeah. So you know, I, I know some people would probably think that's a more professional way of going about it, and I know that's what Dave Roberts sort of. Uh, you know, underscored to me was that, you know, they're going to try to do this as quietly as possible. And the more I tried to press him on it, the more he was just not really having it. I mean, yeah. and I don't think he knows a ton about the search itself. Uh, and, that's the vibe I got too. And I don't know that that's a bad thing. Um, mm. I don't really think it's his job to know a lot about it. But, you know, he did say that they've asked his opinion on, you know, just things he's learned and, and what sort of qualities maybe... Uh, he might think are important for the next athletic director. Yeah, I, and I feel like it, it's such a, a topical conversation right now because their recruiting class is in the balance. And that could... That is a fascinating part of it. That could be salvaged, but they have to have urgency. Yeah. Not that you want to rush a new athletic director or a new coach, but if those things aren't in place by about Pac-12 championship game first weekend of December, then this recruiting class is going to be, it's going to bomb. That's what it's set up for right now. It's not going to dramatically change based on what happens on the field. USC could have a really nice finish over the back half of the season, and you're not going to get these top California recruits who are already committed elsewhere or leaning elsewhere to flip. It's just not going to happen until they know who's going to be coaching them in 2020 and beyond. Well, here's a, a question, I guess, to, to yeah. lead off of that is what's the best case scenario then for that recruiting class? I mean, if you're trying to salvage that, is that... Well, it's sort of a minor. Well, sure, but but when and how? And... Yeah, again, so really, I think it needs to happen by the beginning of December. Right, uh, because by doing it, then you still have two weekends for official visits, and if you're gonna if you're gonna legitimately pull like a Justin Flo, or even getting Bryce Young back, uh, Kendall Milton, a running back from the Bay Area, uh, Elias Ricks, who's a former SoCal resident now in Florida, planning to sign early at LSU. These are the types of players that can change a program mm-hmm. if if they're playing for you. Uh, and and they're going to need a weekend with Urban, basically. Yeah. And it, w- it wouldn't take much longer than that. I mean, that's the way it's been broken down to me by recruiting analysts, is that you, know, you give them two weeks, and that's like giving them two years. Sure. You know, with, with, with Urban and, and his whoever he would you know, employ right away to, to try to salvage this. But, but if, if they are going into December, like late December, right, and basically into that early signing period without a coach, then you're punching on the recruiting class. And when you compound it with the 2019 recruiting class, that can actually have a pretty debilitating effect on the program 
not so much next year, but in the, maybe the two, three years after that. What I find interesting is that, and I... And I'm not a recruiting guy, right? Like, I'm not someone that's, like, beholden to every ranking and everything. But the fact of the matter is, you need talent, and and there's a lot that they'd be squandering by by not making these changes sooner rather than later. I think there's an interesting point in, in most hypotheticals when people are talking about this, and it's that it's the assumption that Urban Meyer is... Like, everything is through the scope of Urban Meyer definitely coming to USC. And I'm not saying he I'm not saying he won't. No, he might. There's he, a lot he, of hope there. Like, there's a lot. People put basically almost all their eggs in that basket. Yes. And I think, and it's, it's interesting because is everything a failure if that doesn't happen? And that's a, that's a pretty hefty, like, bit yeah. of pressure to put on a program on Carol Folt. You know, I, right? And yeah, and I don't know. I and maybe it shouldn't have been there very long. Yeah, and maybe that is possible. And I understand that yeah, that's, totally. that is what people's expectations are—that they would get a coach right. of Urban Meyer's caliber. And again, it could be possible. I know a lot of people who like know things who think it is possible. Yeah. So yeah, there same is, here. I mean, right? It, I, so I, I don't think it's I, not, yeah, it's not far fetched. Uh, he's now sure. in LA, and. He's not been out of coaching for more than a year in the past. And uh, this would be kind of the right time, right place situation that, yes. that he's been in before. Sure. You know, in fact, probably even more ideal from a, uh, a winning standpoint. The situation in the Pac-12 with what he would be working with and who he'd be up against is even more, I think, favorable than what you have at Ohio State or at Florida. Yeah. Given those respective conferences and how difficult they are. But I do think, and again, this is just... It's all circumstantial. Yeah, yeah. It's something I think gets overlooked a, a bit is, you know, Carol Folt stepped into a situation at North Carolina where she was dealing with all this scandal. Mm-hmm. Would she really want to welcome Urban Meyer? who has himself dealt with a lot of scandal yeah. into a program that she's trying to start anew. Now, right. does winning hear all of that? Yeah. Uh, it did for Ohio State. Right. Yeah, <laughs> um, but, but would it for her, right? I, it, yeah. I know that the fan base will get behind it. Like, oh. uh, Very few are going to object to Herman Meyer. That's a small, small number. Yeah. But, uh, but no, would, would it be her principle? To I don't know to pass on him right and I think she she's been pretty tight lipped about that and yeah. I I do think she was clear about how the fact that they need to accept responsibility for or the school needs to accept responsibility for all the stuff that's gone on and right. and you know she would have some questions to answer if it is Urban Meyer that is the choice and that's like, probably why they want an athletic director in place before they would even move on that. Right. I, I think that if they were coming to terms with, with Urban Meyer uh, and down the line, she would want someone that she could put her full faith in to, to run this program sure. above him, to be his boss. And if you want to, like, if you're someone who's looking for the best possible news for Urban, I think that is, you look at the, the interview I did with Dave Roberts and yeah. you can kind of assume that maybe that's why he yeah. isn't going to make that sort of decision. Yeah. Now, that again, that's just like a wild assumption. But, yeah, we're connecting dots. You know, yeah. That might not be there. <laughs> yeah, that might not be there. But at the same time, you know, Clay Helton still has a job. Yeah. 
Dave cool. Roberts still said that if he has a good season, he might be in good position. That would now, be, okay. I don't think I don't actually think that Dave Roberts has a lot of say, and he, yeah. he admitted as he much. He might just he, be, but he's he like, he likes Clay Helton. I mean, yeah, he, everyone likes Clay Helton. Yeah, that he said personally, he's gone to you know great lengths in the two times I've talked to him to say I want to support Clay Helton and I want yeah. him to do as well as he can. Yeah, they're not and undermining then, him. That's why I think, and I think that is the reason ultimately why he chose to tell me that he's not going to make that decision. It's the yeah. idea that to send the message that, hey, uh, we're not going to jump the gun here and you know make a decision that maybe the athletic director should make. Right. Uh, they're very hesitant to make any sort of direction for the athletic department right now, but that puts the athletic department in this very strange position where it doesn't have any direction. Yeah. They, I mean, they, everything's on pause. Everything is on pause, and that puts Clay in a weird position where he's coaching every week, and everyone is asking, "Is this the week? Yeah. You know, is if they lose to Arizona, is that it? Well, if they lose to Arizona and Colorado, is that it? Right. Uh, is could nothing like what is extraordinary? That, I mean, that's yeah, the word that Dave when, Roberts. When he said that, what did you think? And this was before uh, they played Notre Dame, obviously. Yeah, well, I think realistically, I, I think extraordinary might be a tad like bit strong a language. I'm sure there's a world in which Clay loses the next three games. <laughs> okay. I don't. I, I mean, I right, just right. don't know. So you think it would probably take lost, a losing if he lost four in a row? Yeah, gotcha. You know. Are people going to tolerate the fact that he's still the coach? I, I don't know. I mean, right. and the fans are already mad. They were mad after. They were mad at three and they, one. They came into the season now, <laughs> Ryan. So yeah, if they they've drop, been mad if they for drop a the while. three and six. Yeah. Then you're talking. Okay, well, this is this is a different sort of problem. Right. He's losing the team, maybe. Like then, yeah. then you're talking about something that's extraordinary. Otherwise, if they finish out the season seven and five, mm-hmm. I don't know that that counts as extraordinary. I think he'll he might finish the season. Yeah, from your interview, that's kind of what I deduced. That he's very likely to finish the year. Although, I wonder if it'll be a bit of a rude awakening this weekend. It's homecoming. They're coming. They haven't been at home for a month now. It's kind of a weird schedule uh, again for USC. Mm. And so they they had the, the bye week between two row games. Haven't been here in a while, and now they're going back in there. And I don't know that they're going to get fifty thousand people. Which I ought to do my research, but that's just a sad number for homecoming. Yeah. And if they do it, they're just going to get it, right? Sure. And they, they might fall well beneath it. They're bleeding money is, what, is what's happening. Now, it's not like if you fire him and you make, let's say, Graham Harrell the interim, that 25,000 more people are going to come. Right? I, I kind of get that it's kind of like kind of a sunken cost here. But... Uh, at the same time, if they worded to continue to fall, I mean, they've lost two in a row under very different circumstances and to two good teams. Mm-hmm. But the facts are they've lost two in a row. If they were to keep losing, then I guess, I guess that's what it would take. But I'm kind of nauseated by the question. Like I'm really hoping that like you've uh, helped us all kind of you know put this to bed for a little bit. I don't know that that could really happen though, but. I am getting the impression that he's just going to finish the regular season, and if they're in that Pac-12 title game, he probably coaches it. But I would suspect that that's his last game regardless, and I would be surprised now if he doesn't coach up until that point. 
I would be surprised if he was in the pack, coaching in the Pac-12 title game. If he would coaching it? Yeah. Oh, like you think that he would get let go between? No, 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 no. Oh, sorry, sorry. I, I don't think they'll make the Pac-12 title oh, game. Oh, right. Okay, That's sure. I, I don't know. Like, yeah, yeah. I meant the same weekend, basically. Like, I don't know that they'll it. make it either. I'm saying that that would be his last game or it would be the, the UCLA game. To me, whichever well, again, it, whichever is the, the end of that part of the season, again, he's not coaching the bowl game. Is my my guess. It sort of matters when the athletic director is hired. Now you can, yeah. maybe the idea is that you they know they're gonna again. We're just speculating here. Yeah. But maybe the idea is that they have a good idea of what's gonna happen with Clay, and they find the athletic director. They pass it off with them, and it's all done in one fell swoop. Yeah. I mean, right. That, it and, could it could happen that way, and. Just given the way that the Swan resignation went, came out of nowhere. That would lend itself to that sort of opinion that, you know, they are just they're trying to do this as smoothly and yeah, as like cleanly as possible. Yeah. So maybe that is the thought. I don't yeah. Know. Well, there you made a great point. There is a bye week right there. Correct. They finished a little earlier. They finished in the third week of November yep. rather than the fourth. Very strange. Yeah, well, but. because everyone got two buys. Yeah. And USC's happened to come at the end of the regular yeah. season, so it doesn't really feel like Weird one. Glitch in and the schedule. If they don't make the Pac-12 title game, then it's not really a buy. Yeah. Uh, they're just kind of waiting for their bowl game, but uh, they're not getting the in-season buy that everyone else is getting. Again, their schedule's been a mess for a long time. That's another thing, another fun <laughs> feature that you'll be dealing with on this beat moving forward. Can't wait. Yeah. But, uh, I mean, I would be shocked if they didn't make a bowl game, if they didn't finish at least 500 or above. And, and so I do think that he'll just basically probably coach out the end of this regular season. And, again, if they were to, to win the South Division, which is in the balance, uh, I know that it's he'll possible. tell you we control our own destiny. Yeah, sure, kind of. I mean, Arizona State controls it too. And Utah does it, but they're better than you. I mean, they're, just, they're better as a, a team yeah. right now than you are. Well, I mean, you look at the that schedule, It's I assume we're, it's going to be decided in November. I mean, you have Oregon yeah. and then two road games, Arizona State and Cal. Uh, most likely, you would assume they would beat Arizona and Colorado. It, I mean, if they lose one of those games, is it possible that they d- – are just six and six? I mean, I I, I don't think yeah. that's a totally unreasonable. I don't think they'll go five and seven. Uh, they're Probably gonna, not. Yeah, they're no. they're gonna qualify for a. Bowl. You would think they would beat UCLA, but that's always. I mean, that's a weird game. <laughs> I was convinced so, that they would last year, like a hundred percent, and they get it. <laughs> yeah. So, there. This is a a weird team. I yeah. tried to, like, my friends have asked me at random times, you know, if I thought they were going to win in a given week, and I've been wrong basically every time. I mean, <laughs> I, the last two games are actually the first two that I think I've, and in Fresno were the only. Okay, good. Yeah, I'm glad you got that. Correctly one. got right, but yeah. uh, Stanford, BYU, Utah, I had completely wrong. Yeah, the other way. Yeah. yeah. Right. Um, I mean, yeah. I think most people thought they would beat Utah and then sure. thought they'd lose to U- I mean, thought that they'd beat BYU and lose to Utah. I do think you make a good point in that this week is a real... Uh, they have to prove themselves this week. I mean, they have... It, I think it, they need to come out and win by two touchdowns. Like, this is a team that should be way better than Arizona. It's at home. You're talking, you mentioned the crowd. Like, that could be yeah. it's something that... I feel like if they lose that game, it's only going to get worse. I mean, Oregon, I guess, is a big name in your next home game, but right. 
after that, uh, you only have UCLA. Is yeah, anyone so going to go to that UCLA the, game? They, they're, they're fortunate in that they have a homecoming game. They have Oregon, which is a fringe top 10 team yeah. right now. Yeah. And they have UCLA. So they can those games won't draw like 38,000. They just yeah. won't. But they're not going to draw anything near like 70,000 like they would have in any time in the past. Yeah. Well, that's what, again, all of this subtext is, I, I find it so interesting how quickly people have gotten on board with just looking at it through the scope of Urban Meyer. That is... Everyone's like the, moved on. The only way everyone has looked, continues to look at this, I feel like. Okay, so I want to ask about Urban for a moment here, because sure. it's my belief that there are only two places that he would coach, and one would would be here, obviously, but the other one probably wouldn't even be available yet, but it would be another name. Yeah. I think that, I don't think he's retired from coaching forever. I, I just, I'm, I'm betting that... Well, he gave an interview with, uh, I forget who it was, with the Columbus Dispatch mm-hmm. about, you know, he still feels that feeling every morning when he wakes up. He right. wishes he could compete. Right. That, to me, that screams, this guy's yeah. coming back. Yeah, he, he's not going to not coach anymore. He'll coach. Now, you look back at his previous sabbatical between Florida and Ohio State. It was only for a year. And given that both his departures involved health, to what degree, we don't know, mm-hmm. right? Like, we can't really even mine through that. But the health was involved. It was a factor uh, maybe smaller in one than the other. I don't know. The point is, I do. I, it dawned on me over the weekend, especially if we went to Notre Dame, right? Uh, had you been there before? I had, yeah. Yeah, okay, yeah. 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 And I, I'd been there once before. It, it is. It's magical. It's majestic. It's special. It's different. Uh, I, I wouldn't want to live there. But I could see no, I could see why it would be, uh, you know, it would be great to be there. Sure. Uh, whether or not we're standing. <laughs> I, mean, it, I mean, if you're talking about what's the better situation, like, it, it doesn't really matter because Notre Dame's not open. So. Right. But so here's what I'm going to get at. So if... I think Urban Meyer, in all likelihood, would have one more coaching stop in him, right? Awesome. For all intents and purposes, right? I don't think he's going to coach at like four more schools. Uh, he's still actually not that old, but yeah. but uh, he typically worked for you know about like a seven-year period. He's not like not quite Harbaugh-ish with like the shorter stints, but they're a little bit longer than that. Mm-hmm. Uh, I would think that he would prepare or approach it like I'm going to coach at one more school. And we know that Notre Dame is special to him, where USC probably isn't. But mm-hmm. USC is a pretty favorable situation, and you get the, the luxury of being in L.A. and, I think, owning this conference. And he can just win national titles here, where it'd be harder to win in Notre Dame. He could win there, too. I, I wouldn't put it past him. But it, I don't think it would be as, uh, as clear of a roadmap to doing it as it is here at USC. So I think there are pros and cons involved in the two schools. Yeah, it's it's hard to know what he's thinking, definitely, in this situation. But you have to imagine if there are rumblings about the fact that he likes living here, uh, yeah. that he likes being a part of the media. I mean, maybe that, in the end, he just chooses to do that. It's a lot cushier of a job. It's possible. But so, Well, that's what I'm getting at. Maybe if he's not ready... I mean, he basically would have to make a decision about USC now. Yeah. Right? He's not getting his job in 2022. No. It's either now or never. If he's not all in, if he's not ready, then I think he would decline it 
and wait for Notre Dame because Brian Kelly's not going to coach there for 25 years. He's already been there for a decade, and while I don't think that he's leaving like in the next couple months, you can see him maybe moving on in a year or two. And I think Urban Meyer can just as easily just do nothing right now mm-hmm. and take that job whenever it becomes available. So I don't see it as a foregone conclusion or formality that he becomes a USC coach the way maybe some people thought it would be a, a month ago or just within the last couple of weeks. Also, here's a question that we haven't really mined. Uh, what does the athletic director want? <laughs> I mean, we don't know who that athletic director is. Sure. There's a chance that... They don't think it's worth spending $10 million on a year on bringing in a coach. They'd be wrong. <laughs> if you're a reminder, I mean, yeah, I, they'd be wrong. But yeah, but yeah but, I don't know. Right. Every, everyone has their own kind of value for Maybe that. those decisions are made in concert. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe. Right. I, I mean, so, there, and that, in a sense, if you want to play conspiracy theory, might make sense why they leave Clay in his position in sort of a dead duck's sort of status. Yeah. That, you can operate under the veil of secrecy in terms of you know pursuing a guy like Urban Meyer. Now yeah. there were rumors out there and about Folt and Urban having dinner. Right. Now Folt said to the Times specifically that she has never met Urban Meyer. Mm-hmm. So that on the record. So yeah. take that for what it's worth. But that is something that was out there. Yeah. And again, it something I'm learning myself being on this beat uh, there's a lot of chatter just generally mm-hmm. out there floating uh, floating <laughs> yeah, in, in the ether. abyss yeah, yeah. either so uh, <laughs> it, it, I would caution people from getting too taken with you know rumors but you know maybe where there's smoke there's fire it's always a possibility right had you heard that rumor about yeah sure yeah no, it, it had been out there it's okay. funny yeah. like I feel like we all hear these rumors and they're probably coming from different people but then are they all kind of originating from the same source I don't know but I'd heard that as well but yeah I mean the prior to the times reporting on it I'd heard that yeah that they had met yeah and I, th- I thought it was interesting how we put it in the story the way we did uh, just saying she said she's never gone to dinner with him right uh, but sort of nothing to see here yeah yeah <laughs> sort of alluding to the fact that this was a rumor but uh, yeah. that was out there yeah yeah I, uh, I, I I hear about the athletic director rumors too um, you probably have as well uh, one name that has come up more recently is uh, Washington State's Patrick Chun mm-hmm. who of course came from Ohio State mm-hmm uh, he did not hire Urban, but he was in the building, mm-hmm. and uh, and they have a relationship, and they overlap just about a year mm-hmm. at Ohio State. Uh, but again, yeah, it could be a package deal. Well, that's that would be a situation where that would make a lot of sense, right? Because um, if you hire a guy like that, um, I think the one of the main bonuses is that connection. So yeah, you you can get Urban. But yeah, but again. I don't know that there's a ton of like clear ideas yet that these are the people that they're targeting. But mm. you know, when you think about if you want to try to put the dots together, if you think about Roberts kind of waiting and sort of pushing the kicking the can down the road, right? You know, maybe that is the thought. Yeah. Well, I really appreciate the work that you've been doing because uh, no, really, you've really kind of unearthed different things uh, and helped dispel different things. Uh, which we, I think it's good for the beat. Uh, I do want to get just your feeling, though. I kind of take your maybe your reporter head off a little bit. And do you just feel like when you were covering this team in spring, mm-hmm. right, 2020, do you feel like, uh, yeah, I'm probably going to be covering Urban Meyer? 
Or or right now, do you feel like, I have no idea. I, I don't know that it's going to be him. I had the feeling for a while that, like, Urban was coming. And and now I think it's it's probably closer to, like, a 50-50. Like, oh, it totally could happen, but I'm not, expe- I'm not just expecting it to happen. I don't know that I know enough to tell me that I would say it is going to happen. Um, but... I do think, like, I don't think this is a situation. Like, when I was on the UCLA beat mm-hmm. at the Register, yeah. they were convinced after Ben Howland was fired that Rick Pitino was going to be the coach at the time. Or Billy Donovan, either one okay. of them. And that was just ridiculous. It was <laughs> right. throwing stuff against the wall, hoping it sticks. I don't think this is that. I definitely think there's more of a shot yeah. than, you know, just the arrogance of like thinking we're going to get the a three-time national championship winning coach. I don't I don't think that's necessarily a factor. I uh, I still think yeah, I I don't know. I, beyond that, that's probably about as far as I can go. Like you, you seem to be a viable I'm candidate. saying there's a chance. <laughs> no, but yeah, but not like a yeah. a dumb and dumber chance. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Not not quite dumb and dumber. You're quoting the movie that yeah. again, you're you're freaking everybody out here. You're not the one in the million that we're talking about. Better than one in a million. What that? But worse than. Worse than I don't, I don't know. <laughs> I know you're trying to pin me on. Right, that right, right. But I, right. yeah, I don't know. Yeah. It, 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 there's just so many conflicting factors that it makes me go back and forth. I guess. Mm. Like what with Urban or with maybe with full looking? Yeah, with full looking at Urban. I guess what what kind of a conflict there do you feel like? What what do you feel like could be a hiccup in it happening? Uh, well, just given all the, I mean, I mentioned it a little earlier. Just given all the scandal that this athletic department and the school has gone through, just in general, I mean, you'd be hiring a guy who there was all obviously all the issues with his assistant coach and domestic yeah. abuse and uh, his role in that. That's obviously raised a ton of questions. I don't think he ever looked very good coming out of that. I don't think it was ever right. Yeah. You know, there's a lot of weird things that happen uh, on that front with Urban. Uh, does Carol Folt see that as a huge problem? That would he be able to convince her that it wasn't? Mm-hmm. Maybe. I don't know. Yeah. I don't. I don't necessarily know her well enough to, to sure. make that that sort of judgment call. But again, winning cures everything. So maybe that's enough. And maybe the guys pledging millions of dollars. Uh, if Urban were to become the coach to pay for his contract, maybe that's enough. Yeah. So I do think those people exist. So if that money is willingly accepted, yeah. then you know, maybe it does happen. It's totally fair. And a lot went on in Florida, too. A lot, a lot went on in Florida. You could say more. I would, I would say, yeah, more, probably. Yeah, in some I mean, respects, yeah. Yeah. I probably have overlooked it just in the way that I've been examining it and... and what I figured would happen because I felt like there was a bit of a desperation right now in the athletic department and I felt like if they could get Urban Meyer they weren't going to pass that up but uh, you're right we, we don't know President Fult very well and uh, and now that they have a committee that could probably lend itself to you know different candidates that we're not even thinking about right now yeah and you know there's Maybe you end up with an urban acolyte like Matt Campbell, something like that. Yeah. Some guy like that who's who's also kind of a hot name. Yeah. Uh, it's possible. I, 
I am not yet in coach search mode. I'm going to let the chips fall as they yeah. may in terms of the coach. There's enough stress on this beat, I'd say. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, yeah, it's not something I think that's going to happen yeah. in the immediate future, but you have to think, you know, maybe a month out from now is when we'll, we can revisit everything. Definitely. All right, well, we'll have to do this again then. Definitely. We're going to have a lot to talk about. They are going to hire an athletic director. Yeah, they have any. I mean, the search is just underway if you uh, sure. take if you take Dave Roberts at his word. But uh, yeah, there's going to be a lot to talk about. Yeah, so we can talk about that. And then who knows, maybe they will hire a different head coach. Maybe they won't. That will be even Maybe they more. won't hire a coach at all. <laughs> right. Maybe they'll just go coachless. Yeah, maybe the athletic director will be a coach. Maybe. Maybe Urban Meyer's the athletic director. <laughs> Brain exploding. John McKay, once upon a time, yeah. coach athletic director. There Only for a few years. There you go. Precedent. Yeah. I believe won a national title while doing it. Pretty good. Yeah. It might be a little bit different in this age. Maybe. And then, a lot, lot of stuff to do. Yeah. Generally. All right. All right. Well, you can catch all of Ryan's work at the LA Times, and you can catch my work at Sports Illustrated. Again, the new URL is si.com slash college slash USC. You've been listening to the Troy Stories Podcast, and we are out. <laughs>